This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. A little while back, I joined Linda Mabat, the founder and national director of Sibabuseni Foundation in Alex. We handed out food to the children who lived in the nearby informal settlement. Each child received meat stew, some vegetables, and an apple for dessert. The food was freshly cooked, nutritious, and smelt delicious. This is not surprising because Linda has a background in the hospitality industry. Yet he has dedicated this last year to helping others. He, together with Khafose Pohatsu, have uh, formed, um, have been working throughout the clock, round the clock, as it were, to, to help others. Um, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Um, thank, Linda, you. thank you. Thank you for having us, Sherry. The food that you dish out always looks good and I've had an opportunity to smell it. It looks very, very nutritious. <laughs> do you cook freshly every single day? How does it work? Yes, we actually do. Freshly cooked every morning. And then we serve around 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon when the kids come back from school. So we always make sure we have starch, we have protein and a veggie to balance the nutrition. How many kids, I, I, I can't remember, I just remember little lines of very cute little people standing there with their own little dishes. Um, we see, how many people every day do you feed? Estimated number of kids that we serve, 100 to 400 per day, and that includes parents as well. Logistics involved in terms of you have to, you have to obviously um, shop. You have to get those nutritional values correct. You have to bring the food together. It has to be spiced and then it has to be dished. Just the kind of administrative work that goes into it. Can you just tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So we do shop. What we do, we try to shop for the whole week so that we don't run around shops every day. So we do cook. We we store our our veggies in the fridge so that they don't get spoiled. So if maybe we realize that uh, we've kept them for too long and they're about to spoil, we make sure that we'll rather give them out to parents to go cook at home, you know. So, yeah, we do cook just like we would cook for family. <laughs> we make them tasty and, and fresh. We actually do eat that food as well because, I mean, we have ladies who help for free. They don't get paid to do this. So the least that we can do is give them the food for their day because they won't have time to cook for their families. The thing that I admire so much about Sibabisene is the fact that it's all youth-based, that all the volunteers yes. are, I mean, you yourselves are young, you, you, I think both all under 25, am I correct? <laughs> You're very young. <laughs> <laughs> And um, that, that's what I think makes you so different is that you've got that energy of young people for young people. You can identify yes. and all the rest. Linda, what was the idea behind Sibabiseni? You know, Sibabiseni Foundation, if you can recall, it was founded in 2017. By then it was students. Now we're young adults. And like you're saying, the Sibabiseni Foundation is run by young people who are from Alex from different professions of lives, 15 volunteers, all of them are young. You have been working throughout the pandemic. I just want to know from you what you see as being different now with lockdown for. Um, were things getting better? I mean, obviously, lock, when we started, lockdown five was horrendous. Are things getting better? Have things getting worse? What are your thoughts? Oh, my God. I think the first lockdown was worse because then everybody was panicking. I think we're now getting used to the idea of lockdown. So I think this level four is better than the first one because the first one, yo, 
people couldn't even go to the shops. Now they are brave enough to go to shops, you know. So things are actually better than the first lockdown, I must say. But hunger isn't better. (laughs) People are still hungry. They're still hungry. People are actually losing jobs. When it comes to our economy, it's not getting better. But when it comes to our state of mind and our, our community state of mind, it's actually way, way better. And Linda, do you want to comment? To reach level four this time around, we, we thought that things will be more, more, more better. Of course, they are better. But however, we are struggling with some of the things. You know, we expected our government to fasten the process of the vaccination so that people can access the economy itself, start uh, creating opportunities for them, jobs, uh, employment, because of the number of people who are unemployed now. Employment state statistics are raised on a daily basis. More people are losing jobs. And when more people are choosing losing jobs, more households goes to bed with empty stomach, goes to bed. We have an increase of poverty. You talk about an increase in poverty. Um, I know you help children and that is your focus because those are very vulnerable people. But I've also seen amazing pictures that you've sent of your, your working with um, destitute people in the inner city of Johannesburg, homeless people. And I, I also just wonder, um, do you, you, do you feel sometimes overwhelmed? Oh, yes, definitely. Of course we do. Of course we do because... Sometimes we would help people and we post on our Facebook and our inbox just goes crazy. People are seeking for help. They're crying out. Some are as far as Pretoria and we don't know how to respond to that. We wish to help them, but we don't have the power to. It's just, we get overwhelmed. We do get overwhelmed. And with the homeless people, uh, Sherris, I don't know. I don't know why, why people treat them as if they're not humans. You know, if you can spend a moment with those people, you understand the humans, me and you, you know, with the homeless, it's, it's, it's always different because at times it's touching, you know, seeing your brother and your sister, they're in drugs, having homeless, not having a shelter, etc., etc., you know. And I agree with you, Linda. I think many people are extremely cruel towards homeless people because uh, I, I don't actually know the reason why, because they should actually be deserving of more sympathy and more care because they are obviously very destitute and they need help. And they don't have the, the, the luxury of we do of, you know, okay, well, I'll just go home and get warm and have a hot shower yeah. or whatever. Don't have that. So, like you, I don't understand it, but I know the, how appreciative they are, and I know mm-hmm. from the posts that you send that you, the sheer, um, the fact that they're being acknowledged and are getting a hot meal mm-hmm. shows in their face. I mean, the, the yes. delight in their face is so evident. And they also get so sad when we can't provide, because once you provide for them, let's say maybe you got. Uh, a donor who provided a meal for the whole week. We'll do it for the whole week and then they get comfortable and then when we're not coming anymore, they get so sad. <laughs> Even when we're just passing by, we're not doing anything, they run to us. They're like, hey, sister, brother, anything for me? You know, like it's so sad. And sometimes we get donors, let's say maybe we got like a donation of 100 blankets and they more than 100. The ones that don't receive the blankets, oh my God. They, the other time they actually got physical because they all wanted the blankets. <laughs> You know, so sometimes it gets sad. It gets very yeah. sad when it's you can't first. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. It's it's heartbreaking, and and, and I think the, the need overwhelms the supply. You know, I think no matter how much you've got, 
How wonderful. It'll never be enough. Yeah. yeah. So what are your projects going forward, um, Chakos and Linda? Oh, my God. So, so far, we've been focusing on kids. We've been doing hashtag feed the kids. We feed kids after school because then they, they're hungry when they come back from school. Um, the parents are not back yet or they don't have anything for dinner. At least if they get something when they come back from school. Uh, by the time they go to bed, they're not so hungry, you know. So we're also busy with hashtag feed the homeless. So whatever we get for the homeless could be blankets, could be cooked meals. Um, unfortunately, that's the only thing we can give to them because, well, they can't cook. You can't give them veggies to cook. So we give them blankets. We try to give them warm food. Um, we're also busy with, what else are we busy with? We actually doing outreach programs where we visit different, um, locations. So we're not only focusing on Alexandra. We also go to Orange Farm. We also go to Tembisa. We were recently in Tembisa where, um, a certain township, their homes got burned. So they, they're living in shacks. So you know how shacks are. One shack burns. The rest of the shakes burns. So we were currently focusing on them the past few weeks. We were helping them with food. We're helping them with um, uh, pre-loved clothes. So we will still continue with that. Um, but we wish to do more because we've got so much planned. Um, right now we are working on hashtag because menstruation is not a choice. So we're planning to do a program for young girls where we'll be handing out um, sanitary towels and your toiletries. Uh, we're still collecting for now. If anybody would like to help, please do so. Um, we're also focusing on Mandela Day. I think every foundation is now. So for Mandela Day, we're planning to actually go back to Tembisa, uh, the township I've been telling you about. Um, so we're going to spend 67 minutes there. We are planning to hand out, um, cooked meals, uh, we're also planning to hand out um, blankets. We're also collecting pre-used clothes for the kids because when the shacks burned, they basically lost everything, so they need clothes as well. Um, we are also going to give out food hampers, of course. So we are currently um, collecting all of that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be focusing on our daily programs, which is feeding the homeless and the kids. But for now, we are mainly focusing and planning for Mandela Day and the hashtag menstruation is not a circle. That's what we're busy currently with. Of course, and if anybody would like to get hold of you, would like to help, would like to, to donate, what should they do? They can actually contact me on my email address. It's My email address is lindambata.com. Dot ml at gmail.com. My phone number, it's Linda. It's 079-5517-550. They can actually also contact Haufos Mukhazu. It's Haufosi.Beatrice at gmail.com. It's 081-8564-901. Um, they can what? actually also contact us on our social media platforms. We are out there and we will respond to you. And it's Bambisane Foundation. Okay, and if anybody missed that, do not panic because I have all those details. <laughs> Everybody yes. knows exactly how to get hold of me. So you're welcome. Okay. If anybody would like to get hold of Siba Misane, please feel free to get hold of me if you can't get hold of Linda Khaafose. That all, all that remains then is for me to say thank you very much, Linda Khaafose, for the incredible work that you do. Um, I know I get joy seeing the photos that you send. So keep up the incredible work. 
Before you go, may I kindly add, it will not be fair if I do not acknowledge the Angel Network. We cannot take all the credit. They have been so, so much supportive and they've actually contributed a lot for Mandela Day. So we are very thankful. We just want to say thank you to them. May they kindly please continue supporting us. We feel so honored to be working with you. So well done and keep up the good work. That was Linda Mabata and Khaofose Bukhatsi, who are from the Sibabisene Foundation.